Welcome aboard Living the Dream, the podcast that brings you on a weekly adventure exploring the world of kosher food, travel, lifestyle, and so much more. Each week, get the scoop on what's new and hot in the kosher lifestyle world and hear great stories from industry pros. Turn up the volume. Now, here's your host, Douglas Sockloff. Good afternoon. Welcome to episode number one of Living the Dream. This is an unbelievable time. The first time um, I have a really incredible guest that will uh, be joining us in just a few seconds. But I first want to give a shout out to my production and engineering team coming out of Beit Shemesh in Israel, Sean and his team at Only Glow Simchas for keeping us going. This episode number one is brought to you by the Douglas Sockloff Experience. And my first amazing guest, the inaugural guest, um, which I couldn't be more happier, is a, a very good friend of mine and somebody who plays behind the scenes a tremendous amount of the kosher food and travel scene and um, has a pulse on everything that is going on in those, um, both in, in the culinary world and the travel world. So I couldn't think of having a better person to start our uh, episode number one then Mr. David Mossberg. Welcome. How are you today? And thank you so much for joining Living the Dream with Douglas Sockler. How are you, David? Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Nah, listen, thank, thank, thank you so much for joining me. Like I just said in our very quick uh, bio of you, you're a man of many, many hats. We're not going to go into the specifics of where you work behind the scenes or um, what you do, but you're a passion. You're, you're not only passionate about uh, kosher food and, and, and Jewish travel, you're an incredible person. You're a nice person. You're an incredible father, an incredible husband, and a great uh, friend to many, many people. And a lot of people always come to you for their feedback, so on and so forth. Even myself, um, with all the knowledge and the network I have, I reach out to you um, from here from time to time, getting uh, little bits of uh, the Dave Mossberg touch on what you think. And you cover a lot of ground. Uh, you live you live in, in the five towns. Uh, you cover a lot of ground with your real professional life uh, based out of Florida and a couple other cities. And I think you just have a good grasp of everything that's going on. So this this episode, actually, it's actually interesting. I don't know if you've ever been on a podcast, but the legalities of a podcast is that the first episode, which is not this, has to be episode zero, which I actually did last week. Um, that really just talks about like what your podcast is going to be, the legalities. You have to pop up in episode zero. And for me, like the weirdest thing was because like I'm a real people person. I was just like, now you and I could see each other, right? So it's like fun. Like, I have an audience, one person right now. Who knows what's going to happen? Hopefully, we're going to go uh, get nationally syndicated. It could be the David and Doug show, you know, Moss and Doug. Who knows where we're going to go from this, you know? Um, but anyway, let's stay to the focus. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, it's going to try. I, I know when you and I are on the phone, uh, just uh, spontaneously at times, we could just keep talking and talking. I told you the topic of this show is going to be a quick um, uh, review of 2021, both in the kosher culinary scene, kosher food scene, and um, of, of, of travel. Um, and then a couple other things that we could close out with based on your time. I want to try keeping things moving along. So anyway, so as I said, you, you cover a lot of ground from the five towns to New York City, Florida, other cities that you visit. Uh, you were fortunate enough just to be in Israel um, a few weeks ago. And yep. um so I, I think let's let's just go and we're just going to start off with just a nice little conversation with, you know, uh, you told me most recently that this past Saturday night you were at the Tablet Wall Street Grill 
Uh, they called it a Moshe Peking night, which I still don't get why it was called Moshe Peking. Um, and I'd like to hear a little bit about your experience. If you could give it to me in 60 seconds, tell me about Wall Street Grill. And then I, I'll give you a little feedback about my take on Wall Street Grill. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think I know why they called it Moshe Peking. The tablet magazine thought there was some significance to today's diner, which I think they missed a little bit on because um, I don't think today's scene really uh, knew what Moshe Peking was. You know, I think they missed the mark on that. But so they I actually, actually saw it was out. funny. What, one of the pictures that someone posted, it looks like someone found like an old waiter's jacket from Moshe Peking. I don't know if you saw that picture. No. So they actually, so I'm actually friends with, uh, with, uh, you know, Mo- Moshe's uh, children. Right. Um, you know, one of them is a, uh, is a rabbi in the five towns now. And the other one's now a rabbi in Hollywood, Florida, actually. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So uh, they reached out to the tablet magazine, reached out to the family to use the name. Um, and the family gave them and they blew up articles and memorabilia and things like that for the restaurant. But um, yeah, so they decided to have, I guess, because, you know, the whole uh, juicy Chinese food thing. And they did this a year, Chinese this year, menu. This year was the night after because Friday night was, yeah. uh, was Christmas. So the next night was... Yeah. Uh, much of Shabbos, so I guess for the Malava Malka, a little motion picking. How'd you enjoy the experience? Right, but we found out right before that it was with a really, the menu was collaborated with. I don't think that the chef actually cooked um, with a very famous chef from Pecking House in New York City. Um, very, very, chef very, Eric, very popular. Chef, yeah. In the, in, in, in the mainstream world, in the non in the world. Yeah. Uh, New York. With ve- right, with a very famous fried chicken recipe. Um, so that got us very excited that was actually when we booked the reservation um and we got there and it was we really enjoyed ourselves i mean it was uh what was the price 150 tax and tip included um it was family a, style a nice a nice night out yeah it was a nice night out okay so let me, ask you a question. Yeah. let me ask you a question i i i think that these you know these pop-ups um and i'm gonna call it a pop-up um was was a very creative idea and you and i have talked about this before I love the ownership at, at Wall Street Grill. I think they do a nice job. Don't you think, and, and I'm going to now connect this to Florida for a minute. Okay, here we are in New York City. I think the hippest, coolest, best restaurant in the country, kosher, right now, is Asia Tico in Aventura. Agree or disagree? Yeah, uh, I would Thank have you. to agree. Thank you. Yeah. Agree. Now, let me ask you a question, okay? Why wouldn't a place like Wall Street Grill... Okay, I, there's no question. And, and look, the one thing about me and this podcast is it's going to be raw. It's going to be real. I, I'm not pretending I don't represent anybody. I'm going to say it the way it is. No one's going to challenge me. Reserve Cut is the best kosher restaurant. All um, that checks off every single box, food, atmosphere, service, decor, vibe across the board that you're going to get from a high priced um, kosher restaurant in today. Potentially, probably the world, I'll go and say. Reserve Cut's probably the best. Let me ask you a question. Wall Street Grill is very, very good. Why wouldn't Wall Street Grill say, hey, why don't we change it up a little bit, you know, on a regular basis? Why, why does Wall Street, you know, a hop, skip, and a jump from one another need another kosher steakhouse? Almost, almost identical. Personally, I'd rather go to Reserve Cut. I think Wall Street Grill is great. The vibe, I love the ownership. But if I'm already going down there demographically from places like where I live, where you live, come on. 100%. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather see Wall Street Grill, great design, great element. They 
Those guys know. I mean, they have an incredible mixologist there, right? She's she's unbelievable, right? A great a great a great shout out to um, to her. Their, their cocktail program, beverage program, incredible. Okay, um, you think they would go with that vibe? When you look at a Asia Tico in in um, Aventura, right? Or you look at and we talked about this. We're not going to go into the specifics of Sushi Tapas Twenty Six, another flagship iconic. Miami restaurant that in New York City in the tri-state area, agree or disagree, we have nothing close to either of those. Correct. Right. And why wouldn't somebody take that step, right? Like, like, and I'm gonna use Wall Street Co. I, I, I hope that Moshe Peking Night was a great success for them, and I hope it's something that they'll build upon because I think something like that would be very interesting and different to be able to go check out. Your thoughts on that? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so I actually think I'm gonna give give you credit and then credit. I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if that's the direction they're heading and they're going to stick with a few of the menu items. I would love to see that because I, so, I, I know. Cause that, 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 yeah, that makes more sense in why they did it. I, I, I'm pretty sure I overheard some talking of that, you know, cause it was their chef. It was chef Paulino who, right. who executed the menu, which is extremely impressive to do a pop-up on a Saturday night. Oh, which Shabbos is, Shabbos is, yeah. And, and, and Shabbos, you don't have that much time to finish up. Get the, I remember when I used yeah. to have restaurants, it was the worst stress and pressure to try getting the restaurant ready after Shabbos, even though, you know, the restaurant. And a new, only- and a new, right, and a new menu. I mean, it yeah. was two courses, but there was multiple dishes per course. And timing was off, but I, I mean, barely. You know yeah, what I mean? And they were, and they, that's right, and they were I mean, upset. Right. Yeah. They were upset about it, but I wasn't. Again, the management, the manage, the management and, and the ownership at Wall Street Grill is, is, is top notch. But I just think having two very, very similar concepts so close to one another, if I wanted to change things up, I think it's a no brainer for Wall Street Grill to go in a little bit of a different direction. Um, but that's enough with uh, Lower Manhattan. Let's jump around a little bit. Um, that's your question about what's, what's, what's your favorite uh, out in the five towns right now? Oh, favorite in the five towns right now. Caught me off guard. Um... See, if anybody comes to me and says, what's my favorite restaurant? I say, you need to break it down into categories, right? Right. There's not, yeah. there's not, yeah. okay. So, right. That's exactly so what I'm saying. Ca- so, so ca- casual or casual or high end. Okay. So this would be the thing. I, and, and exactly like I'm saying, I'm saying I have a favorite for when it's just me and my wife. I have a favorite for when we're going out with me and my wife and friends. I have a favorite when we're going out with family or if I'm taking out my whole entire family. There's different categories for everything. So I'm going to ask, let's say um, Mr. and Mrs. Mossberg are going out with father and mother, senior Mossberg, maybe a couple of brother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, you know, no, no young kids. Where are you guys going? Uh, probably Doma. Probably Doma. Excellent restaurant. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Another another yeah. restaurant that ownership takes it very, very seriously. And I would say most of the times that you go to uh, Doma, it's, it's, it's a really good experience. Um, you know, it's funny, yeah. like in, in, in today's day and age, just where the price point is to go out to eat. Forget about a casual uh, restaurant, which is still expensive. People say to me, oh, everything's expensive. I always say back to people, no, there's expensive and then there's more expensive. You can't even go to a deli right. and get a deli sandwich right. today for what? Less than $15, $16. If you want two meats on it, I think you're in the 20, you're, 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 you're in the 20, you're, you're in the $20 range. So. Um, Correct. I mean, yeah, the curveball in that statement was my, was the, was the 
older generation is not happy about spending that kind of money. I'm not so sure. My, yeah, I'm not so sure my dad whether he could afford. You would hide. It. You, would hide you would hide the check. You would hide the check right. and then tell the restaurants just do fifty yeah. percent. It's funny. Someone just told yeah. me a story about this that they took their mother out uh, with the siblings, and um, there were four siblings. So they told the the the, the first two siblings were like okay, we're for sure going to take the bill and then we'll tell our two sisters, the, 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 the other two siblings, you know, one that the bill was X and then the other bill, the, the, the last, the youngest of the sisters who's recently married, so on and so forth, a newlywed, they'll tell her, okay, just give like $150. So they do the bill, they settle up, whatever, everyone's, you know, does, one guy pays the bill, everybody Venmo's each other at the end of the day. Then the sister calls the brother like a week later and says, oh my God, we went back to that restaurant. I never realized how expensive <laughs> that was. <laughs> so, you know, there's expensive and then there's more expensive. But I think, you know, in, in, in today's day and age, if I was ownership of, 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 of a restaurant, um, especially the higher end restaurants, I would certainly make sure that from A to Z, everything is just a really great experience for every single person. Um, and I think just jumping right. back to Florida for, for, for a minute, because I, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring up a couple things now that I'll probably definitely get some, some, some feedback and some negative comments. But one thing that really bothers me uh, this time of year is, you know, a lot of the locals from Florida, whether they're influencers or bloggers, even a couple of times, a couple of the rabbis jump in. And I was like, when New Yorkers, when you show up for winter break or between Christmas and New Year's, be polite. Don't double park. Don't scream at the restaurant. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm always very insulted and taken back by that because the fact that I know from so many experiences, for anybody who knows me, if you know me a little bit, my favorite place to travel is Florida and then Israel. Um, I don't need any, any, anywhere else, but this, that will be a conversation for, for a different time. But these, these establishments and these businesses, they rely so much, even though so many people have moved down to Florida on a regular basis. The bottom line is the people in Florida don't spend, like the people who live in Florida don't spend like one, the snowbirds who come down, who go out to eat three, four times a week. And two, Correct. the people who go vacation are there to spend money. So I always feel very um, offended. Okay. Uh, 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 when, when these people are like, you know, don't double park, don't honk your horn, make sure the light, you know, when you're in the restaurant, sit patiently. This, that, that. Well, guess what? Everybody, restaurant owners, business owners in Florida, there's never a surprise that winter is coming and that your business is going to be increasing and that we all know that you rely on it. Rise up, get ready for it. Now, this year, specifically now. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be the worst ever. It, it, it's it, it's going to be rough. But look, look at the airlines right now. I mean, look at look, United, Delta, JetBlue, American. They've all been canceling thousands of flights. I mean, my phone has been ringing with messages and people calling me over the last two days <laughs> that they don't know what to do because they can't get to their destination to travel. So, yes, this year I do think everybody needs to exercise some form of patience. But I can guarantee you one thing. When you're going to the top three in Miami, okay, the top three, I don't think you're going to experience a service issue at the top three. I think the next level down, you will. But I think a, a lot of people, and I'm not just talking specifically Florida. Well, well, but the only, think- the only, the only thing that came up right now is is people calling out sick. Look, look, 26 is is uh, seating is closed right now. 
They, I mean, that's they, never. They, I, I did get a note that they, they are reopening yeah. today, but or today. Oh, and, okay. and they're full. You came to get a reservation at Sushi right. Tapas 26 tonight. Okay? By the way, they have, a, they have a new menu. Awesome. That place could do no wrong. Right or wrong? Yeah. yeah. Right or wrong? Correct. I mean, it, it, Correct. But, and I'm going to tell you something. I am friends with ownership there. I can guarantee you they, maybe they will have a labor problem, but they won't allow it to affect their operation. Correct. Meaning they right, will right. do whatever it takes. A few months ago, we were out at No We Do um, in, in New York City. Not the Fleischick, the Milchick. I'm a huge fan of all the No We Do. No We Do, Golan, the owner, incredible guy, incredible operator. This guy knows what he's doing. So we're sitting, it happened to be right over the nine days. The place was jamming. I mean, jamming. Packed house. And, and let's not forget, I think it was only the month before that he just moved to the new place. Okay? And the place was hopping. Service was absolutely amazing, perfect. Orders right, the timing was right, so on and so forth. Everything was perfect. So I did an Instagram story, and I'm like, wow, it's so interesting how he's able to have plenty of staff, right? But the local establishments by me, where I live, all have staffing issues. And, and you cannot go and have a meal without an issue. Oh, my gosh, did people come after me like there was no tomorrow? Why am I bashing? Why am I this? Well, let me ask you a question, David Mossberg. You as a playing, as a, I'm sorry, as a paying customer, a paying guest, right? I mean, we go into these restaurants, we want to go eat, we want to have a nice time. I think both of you and I have very, very similar personalities that we will overlook many, many little things. Correct. Right? Correct. Because if you are under a magnifying glass every single time you go to a kosher restaurant, you will never enjoy yourself. And I think that's where a lot of these uh, bloggers, social media sites, Facebook chat rooms go, people complain, complain, complain. If you're going to go complain, don't go out all the time. It almost reminds me of somebody, uh, I was going to bring up something with masks, but I'm going to stay away from that right now. But anyway, go out and have a great time. I have two or three pet peeves that really upset me in a restaurant for another time. And I'm sure you have two or three. But until those things happen, you know, I'm not saying anything. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy And I'm also going to try to go to places that only... Uh, are going to give me really, really good service. I want to jump over to the Bahamas for one second because I'm seeing a lot of chatter right now. Um, didn't even ask where you're going for winter break, but doesn't make a difference right now. A lot of people are going to are, are going for winter break uh, to the Bahamas, and a lot of people. What's attracting them? To go ahead, please. Guess where I'm going. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so this was not rehearsed, but I'm not, but I'm, but I'm not going to Bahamar where the rest are. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to give. I'm going to right. Atlantis. Yeah. Okay, so so let me just give a little bit of what what I call the Doug Sacklov 101 of vacation restaurants, so on and so forth, because I I do think I know what I'm talking about, right? So people are going. Uh, a lot of the attraction is this new restaurant that's going to be opening up in in the Bahamar. I think it did open a couple of days ago. Yeah, right? it did. It did on the twentieth, I think. Right. So again, it's being operated, I believe, by Bahamar. I'm sure they're going to know what they're doing, but. Like everything Chabad, else. Chabad and Bahamar. Chabad and Bahamar. What a collab, right? You gotta love Chabad. You got, I really need to get someone on from Chabad because I love, I, I love what they do. And in my concierge, position, I actually, yeah, I actually emailed with him because previously they ran a pop up right. kiosk right at, at at Atlantis, right? And now and they, they gave moved. that up. They gave right. that up to do this because to, to, they're to, smart to, enough to know they can't do both. Okay, so let's just walk, let, let, talk through this for a minute. Now, you're going to go to Bahamar, and, and I'm sure anybody who's been there over the last few days has probably been relatively enjoyable. And I'm not going to play down the fact it has to be incredible to be able to go to the Bahamas and be able to go to a restaurant, right? A glot kosher restaurant has to be incredible. But 
Let's just look at basic economics for one minute over winter break. And I don't care which winter break you're, you're talking about, whether it's it's the one of uh, our schools have or the one after that the base Yaakovs and, and the yeshivas um, have started so far. You know, winter break probably goes for like really three weeks when you look at the whole thing, because some schools have it between Christmas and New Year's. Then some right now, then, right. Then, then our schools have um, whatever January 17th through whatever. And then like the base Yaakovs um, have that week, after anyway so if you're going there and you are relying on if you're going to winter break and relying on getting your food from this restaurant first of all i said you should definitely have plan b and maybe plan c right right? because everyone's going to go there with plan a to get the food and probably after the first night it's going to be like wow they're not going to know what hit them so my advice is like if you're relying on to go to that restaurant i would call in my order for like two o'clock in the afternoon i would go there and pick it up by four bring it back agree or disagree Agree. Also, not to if you're going to Miami anywhere and you have little kids with you, you order lunch at ten thirty on Uber Eats and you'll be very happy every day. Order dinner at three thirty. See this? You see this? This travel mogul, Dave Mossberg. But I think what we're saying is 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 important that when you go and you're traveling, whether you're going to the Bahamas, you're going to Miami, you're going to a couple other places, whether it's uh, the the water parks here locally, right, where you know there's going to be a lot of people, you kind of have to. Be very, very proactive if you want to have a good experience. Like, you cannot think that everybody's going to show up at 6 o'clock or everybody's going to call whatever pizza store. Everyone's going to call for the delivery. And everyone's going to say, okay, we want lunch at 12.30 and then we want want dinner delivered promptly at 7 o'clock. Good luck. Close your eyes. Click your heels. This is not Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, right? I mean... You, you have to plan accordingly, unless you say, okay, I'm going to go with the flow. Let's say a place like Florida, right? And you're going to say, okay, we're going to go to the tier two restaurants, which there are amazing tier two restaurants. But it's right. And it's still an hour and a half delivery. It's still yeah. an hour and a half delivery. But, uh, you know, the one thing yeah. that I, I, what, what I find like with, with Florida restaurants, which I think is very, very interesting, is on a nice day in Florida, everybody's on the same schedule, right? You're hanging out, you're being outside, then people come in, and everyone goes for dinner at 7.30, right? That's the, that's the prime time when everyone, everyone's going for dinner. But what would you say is your fit? We, we talked about Asia Tico for a minute in, in, in Florida, right? If, if, if you were going out for dinner, um, let's talk about what restaurant you would go to um, tonight. If you were in Miami, you were able to get a reservation at any restaurant. Besides Asia Tico, because we both. Well, I haven't been yet. I'm going to go next week, maybe. Whoa! Rewind. Yeah. Wait, you have not yeah. been to Asia Tico yet? No, I've been stuck in Boca, but next week. I, ju- I just you got help Oh, my God. Yeah. I, gave you, I gave you all this hype and this great bio, and, and now you haven't been to Asia Tico? I, I know, but I, I could trust, I could I trust you and a few other people. One of my business partners has been going once a week. I, um, I, I cannot yeah. wait to hear you after you go to Asia Tico. But um, tell me what restaurant you would go to in, in, in Miami tonight uh, if, you, if reservation was not an issue. Would it be Flayshik, Milfik? Um, in Miami area. Miami surrounding South Florida. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Have, you, have you heard about this new place that just opened in Hollywood called Jack's Steak? Jack Z no, steak? No, I think it's Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. Not really Jay Z, but it's called Jay Z. No, the le- the letter J and Z. No, no, my no. But I'm saying, there. I'm yeah, saying yeah, it's my, not really Jay Z. Right. No, my buddy was there. It looked it looked different, but uh, I think it's just the steakhouse. You know, um, 
You would stop I'd there like, on the way to the airport, right? And have right. a quick dinner. No, I love, I love, you know me. I love the, the off the beaten path, inventive, Middle East. What's the name of the place we, you and I went to? Miss, we went? Miss, Miss Dixie is awesome. Very good. Very good. So Miss, good. Let, Miss let, let's Dixie just... on, right. Miss Dixie on the Thursday night is a whole big party no one even knows about. Right. Um, I think over the whole park, a lot, a lot of fun, but the food was right. very good. Okay. Let's go. You, you still didn't give me what you, where you would go. And then I want to do a quick review on 2021 and the kosher. Food scene, travel, so on and so forth. So give me quick Miami dinner tonight. You and your wife, where are you going? Reservation is not an issue. Um, street of, kitchen, probably. Okay, probably street, street kitchen. Um, yeah. Some of the best, some of the best kosher food. Yeah. Some auxiliary yeah. issues, but some of the best kosher. Yeah, food yeah, in, yeah. In I'm, I'm be- my, my wife probably would like a little bit better ambiance. You know, she likes right. the whole experience a little right. bit more than okay. the food, but. But I at, with, talented, right, I at that point with talented, talented yeah. shot, very talented. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some vi- like I, I'm going to make a reservation. I want to go Monday night, January 17th. He has very strict rules that you cannot make a reservation until 10 nights before. Not sure why, um, but there's interesting procedures and policies with that restaurant. Okay, let's do a really, I, I, I told you I'd try to. Keep right, it yeah, yeah, just a quick, quick uh, two things, because obviously I've been in New York the last two weeks. So Saturday night I did uh we did Moshe P. King. Right. Monday night, I ju- Monday night I just did because me and you didn't talk. I just did um, Maki by Akimoto. This uh, oh, new, uh, yeah, this no. new this new omakasi um, brick and mortar by these guys Akimoto, who have been these Syrian guys who have been around I think about a year and a half. Yes, um, are these the guys um, that had a place in Deal over the summer? Yes, yes. Yeah, I heard great things about it. Th- that that's a more casual joint. I think they do more a little bit regular sushi. I couldn't be more impressed. I've eaten omakase before. Um, I'll you know I don't want to go on record, but uh, this these guys really hit the mark. The price is unbelievable. It's a fourteen seat omakase. Um, you know, not all people just give, um, just, know give just David just give yeah. a quick like ten second description on what the. Um, Omakase is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 right. Omakase means trust me. So you trust the right. chef. So the, you trust so the chef. We, there is no menu. And the chef, the right, sushi. We, right. And it's hardcore did, sushi. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all maki, basically. Right. So there's, the no, chef, there's no fried, uh, fried right, crispy rice or, or sushi uh, pizza. Uh, or, yeah. Or, so, so, ac- so actually, they, they had an option to add a fried crispy rice that was out of this world, but you're eating like bluefin on it. Um, they had one of the makis was a fried mushroom, but each. Each piece is has could have five ingredients in it you can't see, you know. So you're really paying, um, and you're going there for the experience. It's hardcore sushi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not asking and, like and, for French fries right. and drag, uh, not Dragon Roll, but the Godzilla Roll, and you're not dumping tons of sauces because it's really meant for no, no. There, there's no, there's no, there's no right. There's no spicy mayo anywhere to be found. There's Ponzo, uh, Ponzo, right? Ponzo, yeah. Sauce. That's it. Yeah, he the own, the owner spent like eight years in hospitality at like a very famous Japanese restaurant. Right. I love I, I love and, that, and and you feel and, it, right? And he and he hit the and he hit the mark, and and I think he's going to make it, which is really cool. And then a uh, big shout out to Mama's Kitchen in Queens, which I told I know, you about. I know, I know, you're a fan I'm, favorite. I'm, fan favorite. I'm going, to, I'm going tonight because that's a you know it's it's talking about price. I think I think the main price point, thirty something, price point, thirty authentic. something dollars, right? Yeah, and I think I think just going back, you know, just to to talk for one second is that 
you know, for some reason, it's always the high-end places that get a lot of attention, but there's incredible middle-of-the-road places. I mean, we could list, uh, right. I mean, listen, me for well, I think there's more, right, there's more in Florida, probably. There, there's definitely more. We're there, talking about. Right, there's definitely more in Florida. I mean, I, for one, you know, I, I do need to give a shout-out at this point to Dougie's Barbecue. Um, as everybody knows, my history with Dougie's, but... I mean, this is an incredible statistic. I want to wish a congratulations Mazel Tov to the owner, Jonathan Spicer. This week is 20 years. Can't name many restaurants that have been around for 20 years. And, right. and I mean, you just can't. I mean, you're probably on. And I'm going to tell that not only 20 years, but 20 years as solo ownership, as the same owner. Okay. So that's an incredible, I think, incredible accomplishment. Um, it's probably a very short list of kosher restaurants that have been around uh, that we could say for, for over uh, 20 years. So I just wanted to give a shout out to that. Let's just do a quick recap. Um, tell me some of the highlights to you of kosher in 2021. Um, and then I will uh, summarize my 2021 list. Um, and I know I'm putting you on the spot. So if you want me to go first, I definitely will. Um, but if not, take it away for a couple of minutes and then I'll close out uh, this episode number one of Living the Dream, powered by the Douglas Zakloff Experience with our numero uno guest, the one and only David Mossberg. So, David, give me your 2021 kosher culinary travel top five right now. Go ahead. Well, restaurants, what are we doing? Whatever New restaurants? Want, whatever you want to give me. What what trend well, of 2021? I know you and I talked about chimichurri, which I think two, three years ago, right. no one ever would have ever thought uh, a restaurant of just chicken. I mean, it does have one or two beef dishes would uh, right. um, would, would really well, take right. off. But that's because not only is the food incredible, okay, removing the hashkafa issue and the whole embarrassment of that whole thing of the community and him and so on and so forth. He's an incredible right. operator. He's an incredible operator, yeah. right? Right. And, figure, right. They figured out how to cater to not only Jews. Exactly. You know, and what one of the very few places, and he's up to what? Third, third, he has three. Yeah, three. Three locations and a burger place, right? Right. Pretty incredible. What about, um, I, I happen to see, to me, some of the trends um, are, I think, as, and as we start the show talking about. Uh, right, well. Right. Well, I guess we, I hit, right. I hit the mark on the, on the Omakase. So the at home. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, the I, at home, the at, the at home experiences. Um, obviously I, I'm not to, you know, give you a shout out, but the, the personal, the personal concierge, the chef, the, the at home chef experiences we actually did, um, for my sister's 25th anniversary. We, we did a, we did a, we did a dinner at home. And it was incredible, right? It was great, yeah, right? Yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that, that'll be for right. another show. We can, we can loop you in and we'll talk about right. Pesach and your great experiences. Having the Doug Sokoloff experience, helping you out last year with your Pesach, but that's for another show. But I'll add a few things in, and then, and then we'll close out because uh, I know you have better things to do. And I'm going to give you my 2021 list and I'm going to go hard. Um, on a few different things. So we started off the show talking about Wall Street Grill. I think one of the great things that they do over there, uh, many things, as I said, the ownership is great, the management there is great. Um, combinations by, Fix, by Fisher, incredible mixologist. Okay, I don't know if you've ever had her cocktails. I see the cocktail movement is getting much, much more popular. The first thing that's never been um, a focus of any kosher restaurant because it was, oh, from people don't drink. Well, guess what? If you right. give, go ahead. You know, we almost forgot. I've been thinking this this whole time. I've been waiting for you to mention it. Who, who, which restaurant besides Reserve Cut 
overall has the best experience with the best drink program, mine and your favorite restaurant. Hmm. In, in, it must in, have skipped it. Yeah, it must have skipped your mind. You ate there a few times this year. Oh, Barnea. I was going to get yeah. Barnea. Yeah, I was going to get uh, to Barnea in one second. I, uh, and uh, okay, that, that, that okay. was going to be, yeah, yeah, 100%. But I want to say combination Fed Fisher, Wall Street Grill. Um, and, and it's nice to see that the cocktail programs in or the mixology programs in these restaurants are getting better because for a profit margin from ownership, right? It's important, right? It's important. It's, it, it's a difference probably between being profitable and not profitable. Non-kosher restaurants make their money off uh, alcohol, off liquor sales. So it's great. Um, and I was going to just talk about Barnea, which, which, you, which you gave a great intro to. Um, also, you know, what, what I love about Barnea, the chef is incredible. Josh talented beyond belief he's got his eye on the prize he's laser sharp focused and it's much different than reserve cut wall street grill tabernacle um, which are all steakhouses barnea to me right you got barnea and you got no we do carne um you know those are true restaurants they're not just focused on you know steak steak and more steak uh, again done well not literally temperature wise but all the specifics are done well but barnea is just you know completely different on so many different fronts and, and great, great restaurant. So I'll give my top position place. I'm still my 2021 of, of fine dining. I'm going to give it to, um, I'm, I'm going to give it to reserve cut and then uh, Barnea and then Noe Ducarne followed by wall street grill. I think those are four great lineups in the casual uh, forefront jumping over to dairy. Have you ever been to Abaita down in Midtown? Yeah. Very good. Abaita is very, very good. Yeah. I'd like to see him be very, again. Very, very, very authentic. Very authentic, you know I mean? very so, talented. So I, so I don't know if it's for everyone yet. You know what I mean? It's like true, authentic. Yeah, I think it's like Italian. mama's Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, mom, no, it's, mama's, it, it, mama's you know, Italian, not, not kosher Italian. Right, know? and I think the one thing to talk about also 2021, I mean, we don't have to recap, but with, with everything that these restaurants have gone through, everything that these caterers have gone through, anybody in the hospitality, the culinary business, I mean, it has been absolutely, absolutely crazy from, from, from the casual places to the more high-end places. I mean, just one fact, I mean, I don't know if you ever go to Mr. Broadway. I happen to love Mr. Broadway, okay? I think they do an incredible job for what they are. Statistic, Mr. Broadway, up until before the pandemic, was running 50 to 60 delivery guys a day. I didn't say they were doing 50 to 60 deliveries a day. I said they had 50 to 60 delivery personnel working a day. I think wow. they're down up to three now. I mean, could you imagine? And then and then, what, what a place like that or these midtown places, La Marais. I mean, the struggle is real. Okay, so I think it's important, like we talked about at the beginning, to really to help us. Have you been to Tabernacle? No, I actually have not. And what about, uh, let's talk about uh, one final thing. Give me your favorite pizza. It's always a big topic. <laughs> favorite pizza. Mm. While you think about it, favorite, favorite. Kosher, favorite kosher caterer. Wow. I'm hitting you hard. Yeah, you're hitting me hard. I don't know. You know, it's been uh, there hasn't been so much catering. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to plead. I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth on favorite kosher caterer because, as you know, my wife is an event planner, and um, I'm just going to completely stay away from that topic. But incredible yeah, I'll, kosher. I'll be. I'll be. I'll, I'll be honest, and I'm not going to give out details because I also don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I was just asked to help on it on a school event. 
mm-hmm. and they re- and they really want to be different. And everyone always says that. And and they have a caterer chosen, great caterer. But I said they can't do it. It's just not going to happen. Caterers do what caterers do, right. and we're going to bring in and we're bringing in. It was my idea. They wanted to bring in vendors and this. I said it's not going to happen. We're bringing in one of these young, talented chefs to work with the caterer, right? And Smart. it's going to get done. Yeah. And the caterer gets to make all his money. Do you want me to come be? Do you, think, do you think maybe after this I can come be the master of ceremonies? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Cool. And what about and, and what about let's say um, wine, for example, right? I, I, I know you're not much of a wine drinker, but kosher wine has gotten to be ever so popular every year, even more and more. Um, you know, again, that's also helping restaurants and caterers. You know, again, from from the culinary side, the event side, it's just nice to see all these things coming together. Wines are incredible. I deal with this incredible company out of uh, San Diego called Liquid Kosher. This guy is, is his name is Andrew. He's one of the most intelligent guys. He has such incredible things. So I'll tell anybody who's listening to this, check him out on Instagram, Liquid Kosher, great supplier of, 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 of wine. I think in, in the beverage topic of, uh, it's nice to see how kosher, uh, the Bartonura blue, the Bartonura rose in those little cans, right? In the little cans. So cute. You feel yeah. cool, right? Like for so many years, like you, you see everyone drinking all this non-kosher stuff. Now you can crack one open and just, uh, uh really- it's, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. You can go to places like Chimichurri now and, and drink your, uh, beer and your, and your wine, you know, yeah, cause it, they can serve it to you in cans. Yeah, another great uh, touch about uh, chimichurri. Actually, I picked up an order on the way home. I said, "Oh, could you dump in two cans?" When we got home, cracked them open. It was really nice with some uh, roasted, roasted and fried chicken. What about on travel front when you were in Israel? How did let's let's talk about Israel for one minute? Um, some fun facts about yeah. Israel. You know, give me two. Yeah. Give me two quick. Well, so right. So we were there. I was there on business, but obviously we're there to eat. So. So it's no secret that that machine. It's like when I used to take my kids to go see yeshivas. Uh, my wife knew the truth, the, the real truth. It right. was really just like a food tour. Well, well literally, took took the words out of my mouth because because the place to be is machine Yehuda, and, right. and we're and we're opening or, up or, our or as they call it now the shuk. Right? It's not really. Right. It's ma- It's the shuk now. Right. Right. So we're opening up our offices on Agrippus. So you know that's if, amazing. If, if, yeah. Who so, needs Uber Eats? Well, who, do, who needs yeah. Uber Eats? Right. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. So, but, but you know, and then and and then and then we and then we eat as much uh, uh, foie gras and Kevin Kevin Avaz as possible. So, you know, yeah. it's interesting when people um, travel to Israel. You know, right now, hopefully, things will open up a little bit more and stay consistent to be to be to be opening. But when you really study the facts on Israel tourism, um, you know, before the pandemic, just to put things in perspective, New York City had sixty-seven million tourists. Before the pandemic, how many tourists do you think Israel had? Only 3 million. So you talk about, yeah. um, it's such a small number. If you look at how many uh, hotel rooms in Yerushalayim, there's not a lot, but hopefully right. now we'll up soon, people get back to traveling to Israel. What do you think Pesach 2022 is going to look like? Um, I think the United States obviously stays strong, but uh, yeah, not, Europe not, is Not suffering. a lot of programs. Not a lot of programs. Um, right, and the Right, and the ones that are, I think, are you. You would know better. I think they're pretty full. Yeah, there's I, not a lot. There's that's not, what I hear. There's not a lot, right? And, and I think the demographics you know. have changed an enormous amount on uh, on the programs. I think it's going to be very, very right. interesting to see. Again, I'm not hiding anything when I say anything back. I don't know how Pesach operators were able to give a price two months ago. The way things are increasing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because because of what I know, 
because of our discussions, I've been telling, I said, I don't understand how they're going to be able to feed. I'm, I'm, I'm going away, but I don't know how they're going to feed us like they normally do and, and make money. Well, especially the way prices, not, not only prices of food, I mean, everything, you open up the paper, you see, you know, every, from, from cost of goods to products, to grocery, to paper goods, to whatever, whatever, to travel, everything is just going up more and more. So I think Pesach 2022 is going to be a very, very interesting year. Um, you know, thankfully for what I do, private um, and, and, and the private experiences and, and uh, all the um, different services that the Douglas Sokoloff experience offers, thank God, we've been busy and um, it looks like Pesach 2022 private is going to be really, really incredible. And we're so excited about that. Um, I think also from the travel, unfortunately, with, with Corona and the pandemic going on, I think people are really going to stick local uh, meaning not local tri-state, but but within within the United States. I think Mexico is a little bit challenging, not only because you just don't know, but with security issues in uh, Mexico also. But um, I think that it's going to be, hopefully, God willing, a, a, a good year. And hopefully that there should be a lot less bumps and hurdles and obstacles for everybody to navigate, um, especially those that really rely on uh, the hospitality industry, the culinary, the catering, the special events, so on and so forth, um, that they shouldn't have to navigate with so many of the things that they've had to do. And uh, it'll be fun to do a recap with you again in 2022. And hopefully we will have you on before. I thank you again. This is Doug Sokloff with my first guest, David Mossberg. Incredible, incredible job. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank Take you. Take care. Thank you to my production team, Sean from Go Plus, coming out of Beit Shemesh. And everybody, have yourself until the next time. Thank you for joining me. You've just listened to another amazing episode of Living the Dream, powered by the Douglas Sockloff Experience. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to get notified when a new episode is live. You can also follow us on social media or visit our website, douglasexp.com. If you'd like to book an experience with us, you can call us at 917-541-1033. Until next week.